Hey everybody, Pastor Chip. I hope you're doing well today. So, um, today I've been chatting with some friends and lady friend and just different people. Um, talking about our world. The world today, you know, the young people today can look back and, you know, read about history, but those of us, you know, a hundred or less years old, I guess, today, you know, we've seen major changes in the world. I mean, just in my lifetime, from the 60s to today, I've seen a country that was a God-fearing country. They, The whole nation got together and prayed when uh, Apollo 13 was having problems and the moon landings were going on and men were in space. Our nation rallied together and prayed for these people. And then, you know, uh, I grew up in the shadows of East Germany, you know, a communist country, and the USSR, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republic, you know, there was all those European Soviet bloc countries that used to be all in Russia, you know, we, we grew up knowing that was that was Russia. That was post-World War II. That was the Russian Empire. Big threat to the world. And, you know, East Germany has collapsed. Uh, it is now, I think, 1989, I think it was, when it fell, the wall fell after I left, right after I left Germany. And then, you know, Russia collapses and countries break apart and go back to their to the way they were so we had examples of communism we had examples of a god-fearing country we had families that had good values you know your parents told you to if you went out to play to be home by the time the lights went up, came on, the street lights came on, and, or be home before dark. And you really didn't worry about somebody snatching your kid off a bicycle or beating them up and killing them in, in town. I mean, it was different in some of the bigger cities, but for the most part, um, America was... A really safe place to live. People had fear and respect for the police, and there wasn't none of this defund the police. Black lives mattered because all lives mattered. Um, we were the true melting pot, and we were moving forward. 
And then we get that president, that, that O president, who set us back to the 50s. Then his goal was to destroy this nation. He so said it in a book. and uh, He set the minds for the kids that are now grown that they could do whatever they wanted to do. They didn't have to be responsible upholding adults in the community. and They could cry about anything and so anyway, now we've got all that going on in our world. And, and you know, like I said, in the 60s and 70s, it, shoot, even, even into the 80s, you never heard of a school shooting. Uh, most of us carry, or a lot of the guys carried shotguns and stuff to, in their vehicles at school to go hunting after school. We all carried pocket knives. Nobody got stabbed. Nobody got shot. There weren't no school shootings. And if there were anything like that going on, well, we, we took care of it ourselves. But today, every action is the result of an excuse. Kids today are full of excuses, and my feelings are hurt. You know, when I was a kid, we played sports, played football, and if we lost during the season, we went to the locker room, changed our clothes, and we went home, and we tried again next year. We didn't get a trophy for playing. That's another product of this new millennial crap, whatever. If everybody gets a trophy, well, life... It's not all about a trophy. God's not going to give everybody a trophy. God's not going to say, well, you tried. You know, you had a tough life. And, you know, you, you couldn't decide what sex you wanted to be. And so, that's oh, okay. Come on in. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Then there's people that say, you know, you Christians are crazy. You believe in this and believe in that. Well, you know what? You believe in what you want to. Because as far as I know, I can't take anybody to heaven with me. I can only take myself. And I'm not even doing that. God's taking me because I believe. I believe in his son. I believe in the sacrifice. I believe in his grand design of the human race this planet. But our world is suffering from moral decline. You know, these young ones today say, oh, we want socialism. We want socialism. You know what? If you're all about socialism, you think it's all that great, you got a dead blame computer in your hand. Look it up. You know, in these third world countries, socialist medicine decides what treatment you get. Not what you want, what you get. Most old people in the South American countries that have socialist medicine and they fall and break their hips, their government doesn't fix their hips because they're too old. It's a waste of money. 
You're expendable. If you can't work for the socialist government, you're not worth saving. <coughs> Excuse me. And you know, you say you want free, free, free. Well, 1920s, after Germany lost World War One, they were so broke that they were printing 1 million, 5 million, 20, 10, and 20 million banknotes. The banknotes, they said you could haul around in a wheelbarrow just to buy enough, just to have enough to buy a loaf of bread, but people would steal the wheelbarrow because the wheelbarrow was more valuable than the banknotes. That's where we're getting with this with this currency in our nation and our president is giving everything away. I mean, take, for example, the penny. We all use pennies. Why do we use pennies? You know, I was in Germany in the 80s, and they didn't, they didn't use pennies. But a penny cost us two and a half cents to make. How much money would we save if we didn't mint pennies? We are so upside down. I don't know if it's true or not. I heard somebody was telling me today that this guy had, on this talk show, YouTube, whatever, mentioned that the billions of dollars that the United States have sent Ukraine, billions, if we had taken those billions of dollars, he said that we could have put four resource school police officers in every school in the United States paid those officers $80,000 a year salary and still had money left over. You know, you don't have to be a genius to see there's an ulterior motive here with our government in Ukraine versus keeping guns and whatever out of schools. If, if it's good enough to put metal detectors and checkpoints at the airport and the courthouse, why can't we put metal detectors at a school and a choke point where you can come through and everybody be checked out? Why? Why is that so hard to do? But they want to disarm the public. They want to take away weapons. Well, think about why they want to take away weapons. If you don't have any weapons, you can't resist the government when they enforce socialism or martial law. And it all goes back to moral decline. I say it all started with Madeleine O'Hare in the 60s when she wanted prayer taken out of school. She won the case and prayer was taken out of school. People say, God's turned his back on us. He's, God says, well, you turned your back on me. You threw me out. Now you want me to come back? Our world is messed up. It's, it's uh, what do they call that? That alter ego world with 
Bizarro on Superman. It's just a parallel universe that's upside down. We don't have it going on at all. What are we going to do? What do we need to do? First of all, we don't know what God's plan is. We don't know if he even thinks we're worth saving and wants to save us. Is going to let us, going to be saved. We could just be on the slow downhill slide. But, Jonah went preaching to the city of Nineveh, and the city of Nineveh repented. And everybody in the city of Nineveh turned to God, and God relented from destroying the city of Nineveh. What we need is another Christian revolution in this world. But, like I said, it doesn't mean God's going to turn his back on us. It doesn't mean God's going to show us grace. We have to be consistent in what we do and have faith in God and what he's going to do. It's not up for us to determine the outcome. What we need to be doing is praying. You know, I don't... I didn't write down any scriptures, specific ones today. But if you start at the book of Genesis and read all the way through to Revelation, you will find numerous scriptures that apply to how to raise your family. Money being the root of all evil. Respect authority. You know, pay the pay your dues for your consequences. You know, here I go again. Back when I was growing up, if you got being mouthy or running or not paying attention in church, anybody would whip you up, snatch you up and whip your butt. Now, today, somebody lays a hand on somebody else's kid. Oh, my goodness. People, we need to get back in church. We don't need to go there to take a nap. We don't need to go there for the social. We need to go there to hear the Word of God and fellowship with like-minded people and get this country turned around. I'm afraid it's past the point of no return. But you know, like you said, in, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Yes, Jeremiah. That's all I can do. I can't change anything. I can just change myself. And I can worship God and thank God and ask Him to guide me in my life. And ultimately, it all belongs to Him. It's up to Him whether He saves us or not. This is Pastor Chip. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to me ramble on. And let's see if we can get some of this moral decay 
cleaned up in this world. God bless.